Hey guys and welcome back to the Music Gals podcast. I'm really excited to be here with episode two and I've got an amazing guest. I just want to firstly say a massive thank you to everyone that listened to the first episode. Um, It was really great to hear that people were enjoying it and yeah it was just so great to hear so thank you so much. Um, The guest that we're going to have on today is the amazing Hex Poser. Hex Poser is also known as Harry and she actually happens to be a really good mate of mine um, as I met her on my travels in America and it turns out she really does not live far away from me so it's kind of weird um, but when she reached out and said that she'd be interested I was literally so excited because her music is just so cool and yeah it's just amazing. I can just tell that she'd be an incredible live performer um, so I'm really excited I think I've said this already um, but I'm really excited to kind of you know um see that when we're actually allowed to go out which is going to be great um she's got loads of music out like um my favorite release of hers is actually a song called quiet so i highly recommend you go and check that out and yeah i think she's even got some records on sale for her um ep that she recently came out with keep it quiet um so yeah go and check those out over on her page um i'll be linking all her info in the music gals podcast instagram so go check that out and yeah thanks for listening let's get on with the episode I'm literally sat on the floor in the corner because my room, like, the internet is so shit. How are you, anyway? Um, I'm fine, thank you. I'm just uh, really, really sick of being stuck in yeah. lockdown. I'm literally the exact same. I'm so bored. I just, like, especially, like, are you in third year of uni now? I finished uni, so I'm Have doing you? my master's now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm in third year because I, I changed quarters, so I'm a year behind from you. And I'm just, right. like, so stressed right <laughs> So I basically was going to ask, like, firstly, like, if you wanted to, like, explain a little bit about you and, like, how you got into music, basically. Oh, okay. Um, um, okay, so it's kind of a hard question, but I've been doing music, like, since I was a really little kid, but, like, I first did, like, classical music, um, but I didn't really like it and then I started to play guitar when I got a little bit older and I got into like punk and rock music when I was a teenager and that kind of thing um and then recently I decided to do my own solo project rather than be in like a band or something so that's where this okay so you're in in bands I didn't know you were in bands before um I wasn't really in any like proper bands I I tried to start with some bands like I met for like a few rehearsals and that kind of thing but yeah. I just didn't really get on well with it I guess um and it was never really the kind of music I wanted to do so I just thought I'd do it myself yeah <laughs> and then get people sense, to play yeah. with me and quite often with bands I think the secret is that actually like one or two people are in charge Um, and people don't I think people don't really like always know that or don't really acknowledge it so I don't know you completely like 
it's really hard to have a band with uh, five people that all want to be in charge. It's not going to work. Yeah, I mean, like, I can't think of an example, but, like... Unless you're all on the same page creatively and, like, all want the exact yeah. same things, it's not going to... It's. I mean, yeah, it's not always not going to work, but that is often why it's complicated in bands. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think um, creative people are really difficult quite often, including myself. So I think... Um, <laughs> we find it, I find it difficult to w- work with people that if I don't mesh with them well or like if we've got different like visions and that kind of thing then you know I don't know I've never found anyone that I've found it really easy to write music with before yeah so. I know what you mean I I kind of feel the same really I mean like I really like my band because we kind of bounce off each other um but I yeah. write a lot of it and then you know we kind of write it together a lot of the time but yeah I tend to be more in charge of some things but yeah no yeah there is always going to be someone I think that's gonna because as well with being the singer as well like the lyrics that's a big major part of it oh yeah definitely that directs what the song is but yeah yeah I just I guess I feel more like comfortable just sort of taking a troll which sounds kind of cocky but I don't know just like I like to be the one that's just writing it and then And you're the front person as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just feel it's like the most comfortable thing for me. It seems really egotistical, I guess, but I No, know. it's not. It's like it's whatever you like it's the position that you feel comfortable with. Like some people just want to sit in the background and they just want to play with the band and like that's yeah. what they want. Like um I don't I don't see myself doing that. I mean, I guess it that does circle around the instruments that you play as well, like yeah and singing as well like basically makes you the front person but yeah yeah definitely yeah well singers quite often it's usually like the singer and the lead guitarist are like the main writers yeah in bands or like it has been in lots of different cases but you know so when you were in the other bands were you like playing guitar and singing still or like um well i don't even know if we ever really got that far because it was always like it was always like that thing of people would be like, oh, let's go and have a jam session. And then you turn up and it would be like so disorganized and you kind of just sit there like strumming on the guitars for <laughs> an hour or whatever and nothing gets done. Um, which I guess I found a little bit frustrating because I was like, oh, we're not making any progress. But um, so, um, one of them I played bass, which is kind of dumb because I'm not very good at playing bass. Um <laughs> But I had a bass, so I was like, yeah, I I'll play like bass. I feel like everyone just plays bass at some point. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not very good at it at all. Um, yeah. I'm much more of a guitarist. And then I did another one where I I sort of played guitar and I was, I think I was going to sing, but we never really like got round to it or never really got that far. But yeah, I don't know. It was strange. So when did, I want to pronounce it right, it's Hex Posture. Po- it's just poser, poser. Okay. yeah I know how it's okay that. people always like overcomplicate it because they see the u and they get really confused yeah but it's just pronounced like poser. really confusing okay hex poser yeah that's cool so yeah. um i mean how did it come about so like you performing on your own was you, did it was it just like a project you started on your own like yeah when uh, roughly when as well did it start because i think you started like releasing in like 2019 didn't you yeah so um it was actually kind of through uni because we were doing these modules um, where we would 
we could do performances. And I and my I remember talking to my tutor and he was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I want to be a performer. So he was like, oh, show me some stuff that you've written. So I started showing him like some demos of songs I'd written. And he was like, oh, this is really good. You should get a band together and perform it. And then I was a little bit like, I don't know. I kind of, I'd never, it never occurred to me that I could do that before. Um, But like a big influence is like PJ Harvey. And she is a solo artist who gets a band to play her music for her. So I was kind of like, I guess I could do it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just find people who are just happy to play what I tell them to play essentially (laughs) um so then I kind of this was a while ago I think this was back in just before we went to camp actually so it was like 2018 2019 yeah um I can't remember but it was just that was just before we went to camp and I had but that was before I'd come up with a name or anything it was just like the idea um so then when I started third year I was like okay well I'll do an EP was the idea for my project was that I'll do an EP and I'll do it under this solo brand. I was like, why don't I just do this solo brand? Um, So yeah, and that's how it kind of came about, I guess. Um, So thanks to that tutor. Yeah, that's (laughs) great. That's actually crazy. Yeah, one little thing like literally changes everything, doesn't it? I know, because I I was going to do like, I don't even know what I was considering doing for the project before because we could do like anything for it. But he was the one that was like, "Oh, you're like good at writing songs. Why don't you, why don't you do your music?" I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> That's actually kind of crazy that it's the first thing you've done on your own. Because honestly, like, I was listening to I think it's Quiet. It's yeah. literally so good. Like, it's Thank such you. a good tune. Like, honestly, like it's really, it's really cool. And I like, <laughs> I'm really surprised that like that is actually the first like proper like you know like release. I mean, that's basically came out like quite soon after you basically started, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, um, that was the first sort of bit of the EP we did was the Quiet and and Meds on one. Yeah. No, it was Quiet and Overdrive on one. Sorry. Um, yeah, but that was, but I wrote that song like a while ago as well. Really? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I wanted it to be the first release, I guess. Yeah, it's it's a really cool track. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, it's, yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> um, I don't really, really know. Because knowing what genres things are, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like... Yeah. yeah. Um, I always say, like, because I'm really inspired by punk, so I always say it's, like, punk, but then a lot of people tell me that it's not or that they don't, they don't think it is or that kind of thing, but it's, I guess it's, like, um, I guess I call it that because it's, like, DIY rock and it's got that kind of not very produced and like garagey bedroomy kind of sound to it i suppose if that makes sense um so i don't know i usually just say like garage rock or punk or something um but then different people tell me different things that they think it is so i know what you mean like yeah i think it is it is punk but i i see where they're coming from in terms of it doesn't sound like full-on punk it's yeah. got something else in it i can't i can't even explain but yeah because yeah, it's i guess it's not like i don't know the clash or something because it's a bit different but i don't know it's cool to have i guess it's kind of a good thing because then it means you have your own style 
yeah some people can't yeah definitely really i think if if someone could just say what your genre is really easily i mean um that's not a bad thing but i think it's cool if you don't really fit into a certain space do you know what i mean yeah or like i like when people say oh you're a bit like this person and you're a bit like this person but there's not someone that like, they're like oh you're exactly like you sound exactly like so and so or something like that yeah. so i like when you have your own sound yeah, I did see on one of the... Because Dean Jackson's like featured you loads of times, actually, hasn't he? And, um, yeah, yeah. He put um, he said that you sound like PJ Harvey, actually, which is cool. Yeah, yeah that is yeah. such a big compliment as yeah, well. Yeah, that's like, really oh, cool. thank you. Because yeah, when you said that earlier, I was like, oh, that's sweet, because he said that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what made you like gravitate towards that genre like growing up? So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I'm, there was a lot of like... In the 2000s, there was a lot of, like, pop punk and stuff like that. I'm not saying that I don't like that music, but I guess something about it didn't speak to me because it's, like, it's quite sort of produced and it's very clean sounding and that kind of thing. And I remember when I first listened to bands like The White Stripes, I remember thinking that it was... uh, I thought it was really, really cool how raw they sounded and how, like... I don't know, like there's a kind of natural authentic sound to it but I guess I wasn't getting with other genres I don't want it to seem like I'm shitting on other genres no it's fine literally it's fine because like everyone has their preference in genres like you're not shitting on someone else's genre like you're just saying what you prefer yeah. like yeah I just I guess I really like the authenticity of like uh, the way punk sounds I was like I remember the first time I heard Slaves oh I was yeah so blown away by this band because I was like I can't believe that it exists and it's like the most real sort of thing I'd I'd heard for a long time that had come out yeah Slaves and are really cool like I don't really think there's been much like Slaves actually since Slaves no my because my dad showed them to me and I was like is this like a 70s band and he was like no 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 these are like a brand new band like when back when he showed me and I was like what i was like so excited yeah and that i don't know that really encouraged me to do that kind of genre because it just speaks to me in a lot of ways i really like the attitude i guess release yeah how did you find it um so it was it's kind of like hard to like remember everything now because obviously so much happened um but it was I remember it being all quite kind of stressful and quite rushed and that kind of thing um and stuff like my original recording engineer dropped out and then I had to find another one like at the last minute or something and I like messaged him like the day before and he managed to come in and do it but then he couldn't come in to do the vocals so I had to do the vocals like by myself in like a sound booth um just on my laptop mm-hmm. um but it was fine um and then it took a long time to mix and then I had a bit of a problem with my old bassist so I had to remove him from my EP oh. and, and re-record all the bass parts oh my god so you actually did re-record it all yeah just the bass parts 
Because we recorded it like um, live without vocals. So, because I wanted it to sound like natural. So we did it all together as a band playing and then I did the vocals afterwards. Yeah. So it wasn't individually tracked, but the bass part was DI'd. Mm, okay that's good then that, that yeah so it wasn't that hard to get rid of it and then record it again yeah um but then it did obviously it massively delayed the whole thing but it's fine i'm happy that i did it like that um and i'm happy with how it turned out and everything yeah i feel like it's <laughs> yes. sometimes better to take a bit longer if like something's gonna make it different rather than rush it 100%. yeah well we were because I was it was like really nearly done Mm -hmm. and then this thing happened with this with the old bassist and I was like I just don't feel comfortable releasing it if his bass lines are on the EP um yeah so I was like I'm just I because that's going to be on my like record forever now that EP so I was like I'm just gonna have to do it again until I'm comfortable to like release it I think it's good on you to do that, to be honest. I think... Thank you. Yeah, that's really... No, but honestly, because taking the time to make sure... It's, it means a lot to you as well, being your first release yeah. and everything. And, like, yeah, you don't want something on there if it's not what feels right. So, yeah, yeah, and in the long run, it's only, like, actually a few months. So it just feels long at the time, I guess. How did you find... So you found the people that you work with now friends and stuff how did you guys come together would you always Um, work with the same people as well no well that's the thing I've had a lot of difficulty with it because in because I went to uni in Falmouth which is very far away from Leicester um and obviously my original drummer and bassist couldn't do it anymore because they were too busy and then I got another drummer and bassist and we were like planning to do all these gigs and then coronavirus happened and we couldn't so I had a plan to stay in Falmouth to do these gigs and that kind of thing. And then I couldn't. So I just came back home and was very sad. Um, but then eventually I was like, I'll, I'll try and find some musicians around here so that when we can start rehearsing, um, I have someone to rehearse with. And I just put like ads up online and I managed to find some people who I've haven't actually managed to meet that much but we've met a few times and it's been really good oh, oh that's interesting <coughs> so they're not people like yeah that you've really gigged with before that's kind no of, no that's I, really cool, uh, we've actually. kind of only just met essentially wow have you actually been able to like gig any of the stuff because of corona yet no oh my god that's so like shit. nothing we did i did one small concert at university like uh in 2019 but it was like a really small concert. Um, and then we had planned to do more. Oh my God. It'll yeah. be really, really amazing when you actually can gig though. I'm dying to do gigs. I'm so, so keen to do gigs. So am I. But it's just so rubbish right now not being able to. I know. It's really sad. Like, yeah, it's going to, I'm really hoping that just like when we actually can gig, you know, it's it's really worth the wait but at the same time it's just so scary for the industry and stuff and all the venues and well i'm hoping it means lots and lots of people will go because we've been locked up for so long so maybe more people will go out and go to gigs and that kind of thing yeah i hope that more people start going to gigs again because i feel like i mean 
I think like live music has it's not you know that quiet but it's it's got quieter I think than it used to be yeah certainly yeah and people aren't always that I guess some people don't like to go and see bands they don't know and that kind of thing so I don't know hopefully it'll encourage people just to come and see any any music that's on recording from home then or did you actually get the chance to go in much um no so for my eps i i used we recorded it before covid so um i recorded it all in the studios at falmouth university oh wow um and then yeah they're, they're really good studios so um that was yeah that was fine um and then i released a single recently and that was all recorded from my bedroom. Yeah. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I listened to it. You wouldn't be able to tell, really. I mean, yeah, that's really oh, good. good. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good track. Yeah. It's not, because it, it's not ideal at all, but I was a little bit, like, very frustrated. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to, I don't know, make some music. Yeah, I know how it feels. I've been the same. I've actually started making some music from home now, which yeah. is, I mean, I have kind of had, like, a little setup for a few years now and, like, but I've never actually released music from it. It's more just for like playing around and getting demos down and stuff. Yeah. And it's going okay. Like I've had my bassist sending across like bass lines and stuff and they're actually all right. Um, they're actually good quality to be honest. Um, and I think it's going to be okay to you. So yeah, it, it's really weird getting used to it though. Cause it's like, you don't want to sit around for months and not release anything. Like I know that's, that's how I felt as well. I, but then I also... St- that's why I kind of did like stuff on YouTube as well, which isn't really the same, but yeah. yeah. You did some really cool videos actually. So the video for Quiet was really cool. Did you make that oh, before thank you. COVID? No, that was during COVID. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it's just, I just filmed it on my phone. In oh, my, really? Yeah. I mean, it is in quite like union. shaky and rough, but it looks like you've done that on purpose. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I, I, I did, but I was kind of like, I didn't have a camera and I couldn't borrow one from uni because i couldn't go in because covid so i was like but you know what it'll be fine because if it looks crappy then it will go with the whole aesthetic yeah it definitely um, looks like it was done on purpose <laughs> okay <Yeah. cool. laughs> no it's really so, cool yeah. yeah it's a really good video actually oh thank you yeah. so i just did it um it was like in the middle of the night or something and recorded it at, in my uni room really hard i think being stuck in the house all day to feel inspired to do music stuff i've been finding yeah i've found it pretty really pretty rough like um it's like not good for my mental health at all obviously being stuck inside all the time and then that means i tend to not write music as much when i'm feeling really bad i suppose yeah because i just find it yeah i just find it difficult to have motivation to do anything like productive and that kind of thing yeah it's interesting to see that because I think a lot of people say that they write music as like an outlet to feeling sad um and I've never really felt that way like I've not been able to write music as an outlet but a lot of people do like a lot of people say they use it when they're sad I am the opposite if I'm sad like and in a bad place like 
I do not write music. I can't. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm the same as you. I And also like um I can't I find I can't really write sad songs. Oh my god. Yeah. Like <laughs> if I write really sad songs, they make me too sad. <laughs> so I like like it, it makes it worse. Yeah, which is so um, weird because everyone's like, "Oh, I've written this sad song while I was in this really dark place." And it's like, yeah. "I just couldn't do that." So this sad song is no. not about that at all. It's fake. <laughs> Yeah, well, then it would be like every time I perform it, I'm like triggered by this song and then I'll get really upset and that yeah. kind of thing. And that's not how I want my music to be. I want it to be like, makes me happy. I guess, yeah, so. yeah, because your music is like fun as well. Like, it's the kind of music yeah. you would like getting a mosh pit to, I think. Yeah, you're supposed to feel motivated and energetic and stuff like that. So, yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean completely. Yeah, I think it is hard, like, trying to like focus on inspiration at the moment um how have you found mm-hmm. with like you've actually been quite active and like socials and stuff i know it's not that big a deal but like i find uh promoting band stuff can sometimes be difficult especially under the current situation like how have you kind uh, of yeah. kept going with that I've... you've kept going really well like through covid like i was looking back and like yeah oh, thank you you've got some really great posts on there and stuff yeah okay okay that's good to hear <laughs> i've like i just kind of hate social media because i don't know i just find it really like time consuming and i don't know there's something about it i don't it feels very unnatural to me to like make posts for social media but i know what you mean at the same time and it's like you're posting about yourself and it's self-promotion and it's so hard it's kind of hard that that is now like an like integrated part into what being a musician is yeah and it's absolutely essential when we can't gig because it's the gigging is the big thing that gets you heard basically yeah and if we don't have that it's like i kind of you have to do social media um so i don't don't really like doing it but when i do it i like i like to feel like i'm posting something which is like good and not quality i don't know how to explain it but like like a good post that i've put thought into it's not just like quality of the quantity yeah 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 that's what i try to do yeah i know how you feel it's just like hard to self-promote and as well like yeah not being even when we do do gigs like trying to get people to go to the gigs now is all through social media which is is so great um yeah it's really really useful there's a lot to put into it as well yeah but exactly it is a lot of effort and then it's like keeping up with all the different social medias I always lose track of and it's like I don't know tagging the right people and like I sometimes I forget to promote things I'm doing as well like I'll post videos and then I'll forget about them and I won't post it anywhere else and stuff like that so <laughs> yeah so self-promotion as well I'm like oh people are gonna be so fed up of seeing my yeah thing. yeah I always think that yeah it's like you because they because people don't think about it as much as you think they do like they probably see it and then like it and kind of scroll past it and that's it like they're not like constantly annoyed by your presence or anything so you're just posting to them you just gotta like remind people that you're still there and that kind of thing that you still exist you're still releasing yeah Bye.
something I'm annoyed about <laughs> like um, even if just fleetingly that's usually where my songs come from is like a place of I'm frustrated about something um, I guess that's the best way I can describe it so it, sometimes it'll be personal sometimes it'll be like a world issue in quotation marks that I see and I'm like ugh that's annoying and then I write a song about it I guess yeah, that probably fits your genre quite well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> I guess it's a way of releasing, it's my catharsis, just releasing emotions and stress yeah. and that kind of thing. <laughs> it definitely is, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I just like write about, I don't know, happy stuff. <laughs> it's all fake. That's good. It's good it's to write about happy stuff. stuff. It's all fake. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a lie. I do find, though, that, like, I do, you know, I write songs that mean something to me, but a lot of the time mm. they just kind of, like, come about and, like, I didn't really think about how I wrote it. So I would Yeah, that like, definitely happens. find yeah. it hard to, like, answer the question of what is this song about. I don't yeah. know. It doesn't mean, like, it doesn't really mean much, like, yeah. Well, sometimes you, like, you write it in just, like, a blur of creative madness and then you'll go back and listen to the song and I'm like what the hell was this about what the hell was I thinking about when I wrote this yeah. <laughs> I'm like I can't I can't explain what I was thinking I usually so get like the melody ideas and I'll just like literally blab loads of lyrics and then I listen back and I'm like what am I thinking about like why have I said all this stuff like it doesn't mean anything and it's like when I'm singing it like yeah. nothing's even going through my head like I'm not really writing lyrics but yeah you're aware that it doesn't make any sense we're still writing it anyway yeah. and then it makes it to the final edit but yeah yeah, yeah it's not it's not usually like meticulously planned out what I write about but I don't think it is for anyone yeah yeah um and sometimes I'll be like, I really want to write a song about this, and then I'll write it. But usually it's just like a moment of madness or something. So I bet you're excited to like actually start gaming and stuff then. I am so ready. I just want to go out as soon as possible. Are you like permanently based in Leicester now? Um, definitely in the Midlands for now. I'm, I'd quite like to be based more in like Nottingham or something just because they have better gig venues and then it would be easier to get to the gig venues and that kind of thing. But, uh, obviously I've got to see in terms of, uh, jobs and that kind of thing. Completely. Yeah. Nottingham's got quite a few good venues and it's good for gigging to be honest. It's got a good music scene. I don't know what yeah. that's like. It's, it's not too far away from my home as well so um i don't know so i don't know i'm thinking about lots of different things but probably not very far away from east midlands anyway well at least like when gigs do start back up you can always come over to nottingham like it's not that far is it yeah it's pretty easy and i kind of i know people there and stuff so i might be able to crash on a sofa or something <laughs> just trying to save up money for when hopefully going on tours and that kind of thing Oh yeah, that would be amazing. Do you want to go on tour, yeah. man? 
I would really like to go on tour. That's one thing I've kind of been thinking about. I really want to do like an album as a next step. And then yeah, you should. Ma- yeah. maybe go on tour in combination with that. I think that would be really cool. Hopefully, <laughs> but who knows? Bright future ahead of you. Your music's actually really, really cool. So thank you. I actually do love it. Like I was just listening to it today, like to try and get like in the mood for the podcast and yeah. stuff. And I was like, I was re- I was really enjoying it, honestly. Like it's oh, good. I'm very glad. Yeah. You've actually had like loads of streams on Spotify as well. Like you've done really well to say we're in lockdown as well. Like it's been decent. I've got pretty lucky with um with that kind of thing. It's just a shame that we don't make any money off streams. <laughs> yeah, literally nothing. I've literally had my music on stream platforms and to be fair, honestly, you know, I've not had a massive amount of streams, but I think I've made two pounds or something, maybe five pounds. I've not even paid back the amount it costs to put it on there yet. Yeah, no, so. I'm you you make a loss every time you put money on Spotify, but Luckily I started using this one called Kicker, which is actually free. Okay. So yeah, that one, that's my new kind of change because I used to use TuneCore. I use TuneCore. Yeah, and it's seven. I think I remember when I put "Hate to Love You" up, it was seven ninety nine or something. So I still pay for that on there and just keep paying for that. But uh, for new music, I've now for been new music. Okay, I get what you mean. Yeah. Um. So I just use a separate distributor for mm. new songs. Um. And it's literally completely free. You get less okay. like money from it, but mm-hmm. um like it i mean it doesn't what it doesn't make much difference does it (laughs) because don't make any money anyway (laughs) so it just probably makes it a better situation (laughs) yeah yeah so recommend that one that's good okay nice kicker yeah kicker with a y k y c k e r okay (laughs) that's weird spelling but okay planning an album hopefully that's exciting <laughs> i've kind of got songs written for it i just yeah i've got i've got loads of stuff written and sort of ready to be performed and that kind of thing so it's just so are you waiting to get in the studio for it um yeah well like i'm first of all waiting to rehearse it <laughs> that's a and then see how it goes I wonder when uh, rehearsal space will be back open because I think they're all just actually shut now, aren't they? At the they are now shut, yeah. Because we we started going again in like um, we went a bit in November and December, on and off because lockdown was like on and off. Um, um, yeah, so that was really fun. It was really nice to be able to rehearse um, and just play again. But then, yeah she sent me a the woman who runs the rehearsal room sent me a text like yeah we we're gonna have to close oh that's so sad i've been yeah. going yeah. to um yeah one in knots and i i had to stop going in like november but i did manage to get quite a bit of rehearsal done over summer which was good um but it's really hard to like i mean i i guess it's a different situation because like you're the front person like you're writing all the material which is probably good when you're at home on your own and I am writing a lot of the material, but as well, a lot of it is written at home. So, uh, with, yeah. sorry, with the band. So, like, um, it can be hard to write uh, when we're not all seeing each other, and also just hard to communicate things. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really like doing like video calls for musical things as well. It doesn't really work very well. I'm proud to say video call is not something that should be allowed. No, and people keep saying it to me. They're like, oh, can you and your band practice over, over like Zoom? I was like, no, that's just not going to work at all. <laughs> I think someone said that to me and I was just thinking about it and I was like, uh, how? how? <laughs> like, it would just be so delayed and yeah, yeah. it would just be terrible. <laughs> yeah we just all be shouting at each other like so i've just like we're just all rehearsing our parts separately and then we like have a video call every week to just see how everyone's getting on Being, I've always been in music, like as a younger. I've never really thought about the fact that I am a girl. And, and yeah, yeah. But it, there is just so many more boys doing it, and I know. sometimes it is hard to like um, find like a, like be able to talk about it in like a girly way. I know, you know, yeah. I'm not like the girliest person ever, but like well, that's the thing. And I'm like, I don't. I'm not a very girly girl at all. Um, but I do, I do like the presence of females, like obviously, and it is a bit. I do still find it kind of quite sad if I'm like the only girl yeah. somewhere. Like, I don't know. It just feels like you don't have like your like allies there or something. It's kind of I don't know. It is really cool to see other women work in the music industry. I always get like really excited. Yeah, yeah, work in music because there's just not that many um maybe there is some girls that will listen to this and like it will like i don't know help inspire them, them. Inspire advice them. even like just yeah just like make them feel like they're not the only one yeah or just i guess give girls the confidence to do it but i think it's like just there's a lack of role models and that kind of thing especially for me like girls in in rock music there wasn't I didn't see very many girls in rock music when I was growing up so that kind of makes you feel like subconsciously that you can't do rock music and stuff so yeah it's not always as direct as people telling you you can't do it but yeah definitely and I think I was probably more drawn to like genres that I didn't maybe like as much Um, yeah just because you know yeah. there was girls present in those genres whereas there wasn't in others there's no I th- it's got a lot better and there are but there are obviously like standout examples um, but it's I don't think it's it's not usual it's still like a bit of a a niche thing to have like like you still get people saying oh they're like they're a girl band they're a girl punk band kind of thing it's like I think it's kind of annoying that it's like why do you have to say that i know it is it is like that but i do think a lot of progress has been made and we're going in the right direction i mean there's always been girls doing it but i think i think it's been cool that it's been highlighted
actually been so nice to like catch up with you and stuff. And yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's nice. actually really nice to like hear all about your new music and stuff. Like, because I didn't really know too much about it because I feel like when we were hanging out over that summer, like we, you weren't doing that project. The project started as well. Yeah, and I'll keep watching it and I'll keep sharing it. And yeah, I'm really glad that you've come Thank on you. to talk on this podcast. It's been really good. I think it's really cool that you're doing this podcast for. Oh, thank for you. ladies. <laughs> thank you up again at some point it's been really nice to catch up to be honest yeah sure <laughs> yeah. maybe and maybe when lockdown's over yeah we can actually hang out maybe in nottingham <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. hopefully right. i'll come to one of your gigs yes yeah. oh my god i would love to see you gig yeah we'll have to go to each other's gigs we'll probably be playing like i mean like the similar festivals and shit if you can get into yeah. nottingham and stuff Perfect. yeah that'd be great yeah right i'll see you soon harry <laughs> thank bye. you so much bye. see you soon bye, bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>